What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the show. Or welcome if you're new. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast. This is episode 20. Not 20, 105 of the show. And what I love to do is present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people eat more plants, feel good holistically. We talk about that, too. A lot of like wellness topics and also vegan entrepreneurship, because I just love talking about business. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And also, don't forget to hang out with me on Instagram. Tell me what you think about the episode and all of that good stuff. So, yes, I am back with a new one for you. Really excited to be putting out another one. I almost like took another nap because I am still trying to adjust to that hour of my time being stolen. You know, I was already tired and then the hour was gone and I'm still trying to recover. So I'm just going to go ahead and get this out to you before I take my nap and enjoy the rest of my day because I am off. Thankfully, <laughs> I'm excited to just do nothing <laughs> for the rest of the day. I have Chris on the show, who is underscore Hambino on Instagram. We're talking about why he started his vegan journey. A lot of the principles that he uses for his life in order to always stay improving. He's forever improving. That's his motto. And I love that. And I feel like there's about five main disciplines that he practices daily that we talk about in this episode, including his food and fitness, meditation, reading, drinking water. All of that good stuff. We also talk a little bit about vegan protein because I know that that's a concern for a lot of people, especially men who want to make sure that they can maintain their physique and continue to, you know, make sure that they are getting those vegan gains. We also chat about him being, of course, a plant-based dad and um, how he plans to raise his children in this lifestyle as they get older. Some of those plans for that, which I think was very practical. And I love that. I have the same views about it as well. So, yes, let's go ahead and get into this episode. You can get the show notes and everything we mentioned at brownvegan.com under episode 105. And also be sure to follow Chris at underscore Hambino on Instagram. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into why Chris decided to go plant-based. I got a couple of whys attached to, to uh, why I'm plant-based. And number one is probably, as I was trying to uh, conceive my daughter, 
we were having some fertility issues and I was looking up, you know, what could be the cause. And, you know, I'm, I'm a young, I'm a young guy. I'm figuring out, you know, I figure it should be snap, snap my fingers easy. But um, I know that's not always the plan, but I did some research and uh, processed meat and dairy plays a large role in uh, infertility. Pretty much no matter how old you are or young you are, you can have issues if that, if that stuff is uh, festering in your body. Gradually, I just began to cut out meat and dairy and I began to see some changes in my body. Along with that, I get a call, you know, uh, while I'm busy doing something at work and she lets me know that we're pregnant now. So I'm thinking to myself, dang, maybe it is something to this plant-based lifestyle, this veganism, if you know, I've seen a, she's fertile now, like we're, we're caring, we're with kid. So, um, that's one. And, uh, the other one is I lost my father maybe 10 years ago to pancreatic cancer. The onset of pancreatic cancer starts with type two diabetes, but to get there is it's just led on by a long life of, uh, inactivity, you know, unhealthy eating, which is literally the opposite of what I am. I'm very active and I, I eat healthy, you know, 95 to hundred percent out the week. With me carrying that trait and me having so much trouble trying to uh, conceive my daughter, it's just uh, logic logical to um, to continue with the way I'm doing now. You know, so this yeah. is definitely this is for life for me now. Oh, I like that you said it's for life. I love that. Absolutely. So, what year did this all start for you? Like when you started thinking that this was a connection? Because a lot of times people don't really, especially with like fertility, they don't make the connection with you know your lifestyle contributing to why you can't conceive. So. Like, what made you even research that part of it? Is it something that popped up as you were looking into it, or it 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 definitely did. Um, you know, I know I couldn't like perform a a, a medical procedure on myself, but I tried to figure out, you know, what can I control? What what could the matter be? I know a lot plays into what you eat. I mean, energy levels and you know, blood flow and the usual. But I'm sure that fertility has something to do with it. Um, how was your upbringing as far as with food? Did you? How did you eat? Was it a standard American <laughs> um, diet like most of us? Like, how did that look? No, nah, my mother is actually from Delaware. My father's from uh, South Carolina. So it's a it's a mix of, you know, cheese steaks and, and chitlins. So it, <laughs> it's a, um, nah, uh, but he, he cooked a lot. So I got a lot of country cooking. So uh, I guess knowing the, the healthy side of life didn't come till you know, I ventured into my own, uh, I guess, individual individuality. Yeah, I can relate. My dad grew up in South Carolina too, so <laughs> I know oh, man. exactly what you Yeah, man, they man, they get it, they get it in. <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of the resources? Like what helped you? Did you or were you one of those people that looked at a lot of documentaries, read books? Like what did that look like when you first started? Oh yeah, I pretty began? I've uh I've watched every documentary I could from the What the Health to the Forks Over Knives, the Earth Earthlings. But I'm also a bookworm too, so I can uh, I'll soak up all the game I can from uh, articles and uh you know small essays from uh physicians or um just nutritionists who are who are more knowledgeable in the subject than you know a Instagram post maybe or a documentary could be. Yeah, I hear you. So were you someone who cooked a lot before you went vegan or did you have to just kind of learn how to move your way around? <laughs> No, nah, uh, I was actually cooking the military, so I had some I had some skill, oh. but uh, so I had a, I guess a, a knowledge of how to season food, which came into play big time when I uh, when I was uh, I don't want to say stuck with veggies, but when I made a, a change to you know permanently alter my lifestyle, I had a, a base knowledge, you could say. Oh, that's good. So you weren't somebody because I know a lot of people when they first start, they get into this like mode of like, oh, man, like that. I don't even yeah, cook now. Yeah, so yeah. how is that going to look? Yeah. yeah. So that's dope <laughs> that you had some experience in that. Yeah. So what were some of those? <laughs> what were some of those early meals? Like, what are some of the things that helped you? Because, you know, I feel like we all have that moment where we're like, OK, I can make something 
and I cook something or I eat something that's be like a vegan meal. And I'm thinking, okay, I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember what some of those early meals looked like that made you realize, okay, this is something I, I can do. do. Um, yeah. I ate a lot of, uh, I guess, black bean meatballs. I started with a lot of black bean and quinoa meatballs. And they was busting. I was like, "Hey, yo, I'm kind of good at this." <laughs> I was like, "This kind, this kind of slap." So, uh, so yeah. But man, first, I mean, when I uh, when I first came into the game, I was strictly raw because I, I didn't have any really knowledge of how to uh, how to I guess be a vegan and quote. But uh, so I lost a lot of weight considering I didn't know that you can you know have fun with this thing. So a lot of my foods are really just raw fruits and veggies at first. But you know, I got more comfortable with it and started experimenting more and and um. Yeah, just yeah. That's yeah. a concern for a lot of people, as far as us, you know, especially men. You guys want to make sure that you're not, uh, you want to be cut. You don't want to, yeah, be too man. Thin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So sure. let's talk about the protein because you know that that's the concern that a lot of people have. If yeah, they go to your man, Instagram, <laughs> yeah, man. That's here, here we go. Yeah, right. Um, that, uh, man, that 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 one really grinds my gears, man. And it's only because um. We don't even need as much as I know to to gain muscle. You know the narrative is uh, I think a, a gram a gram of protein per pound of body weight, but you don't even really need that much. It's really in the you know the game of the gym. But you only you only really need sixty grams a day. But even with that, you're going to get that easily just eating vegetables alone. It's hard to not to not get the amount of protein you know everyone thinks we need. I think it's just a narrative that's been around so long that we need protein, 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 that people, you know, they're reluctant to do the research to find out, hey, I don't need as much. I could just, you know, eat like a regular person and, and still get still get swole. For you, because I know you are somebody who stays in shape. You look great. You are taking thank care you, of yourself. You, yeah. You. So <laughs> what, is you, your, no, what does your fitness routine look like then? Because I know a protein, of course, is a part of it. You know, we have to eat vegetables, but a lot of men who want to make sure that they keep all of that going, what does that typically look like? Do you have like a pre-workout that you drink? Like what's, what are your, um, I guess uh, like an average day for you would be? Yeah, well, I pretty much I start my day with uh, oatmeal. You know, uh, a lot of my my mass is found founded upon carbs, which isn't bad. And carbs get a bad rep, too. But, you know, I mean, everything comes from carbs in the first place. That's all in the combo. But (laughs) I start my day off with pretty much like oatmeal and then like, you know, sweet potatoes and beans. That's pretty much my my sources of protein. But, yeah, throughout the day, I'm just eating like a handful of nuts here and well, I said my oatmeal, my sweet potatoes, and my beans, and uh, other other grains, my quinoas and couscouses, but it's it's stuff like that 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 it's not on the forefront of food. Period, and it's like legumes and lentils, like it's not a popular food, but that stuff is really packed with protein. So if people are looking for good sources, those are usually the the best sources and definitely uh, sources I consume. Yeah, sounds good. So how does it look like as far as your routine in the gym? Do you work out? Every week, I mean, I, oh, of course, every day. Like, what does that look like? I get it maybe three to four times a week, maybe an hour, 32 hours. Now, I, I mean, I figure everybody can spare, you know, an hour, two hours out the day for uh, if you really want the gains. Definitely uh, bench pressing and squats. A lot of uh, a lot of compound lifts, stuff that um, involves uh, multiple multiple muscles in your body. But definitely uh, a lot of pull-ups, a whole lot of pull-ups and back exercises. I feel like they build the foundation for a physique. I, I love upper body, so a lot of bench presses and uh, pull-ups and uh, lat pulls and 
I guess, tricep push downs, you know, a lot of stuff that, that really builds the physique and makes, makes, you know, pop out your shirt. <laughs> Got Speaking you. of shirts, thank you for sending me a shirt. I absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We need that. 100%. 100%. Tell, me, tell, me, tell us about your brand because I'm really, I don't know, I want people to know about it because I feel like it's, it's really uh, motivating. It's not about like just um, vegan food, it's just like a lifestyle. So like, tell me, yeah, and tell the, us about your brand. That's actually what I want to tackle. Um, I did uh, mention that I did lose my father and uh, throughout life, you know, I just been on the, on the brink of, you know, reaching my fullest potential. And uh, I don't really think there is a such thing as full of, as your fullest potential. You just keep, you know, you keep getting better in a sense, not in, in the avenues of, you know, nutrition and working out, but even intellectual, you know, that's pretty much what is, what is founded upon. Granted it's majority based in the gym, but I just want everybody to keep getting better because I figure once you get comfortable, you know, you don't feel the need to to keep improving on your life, and you know, complacency kills. Oh, I like that. So, tell us, like, you have T-shirts. Do you have anything else that you offer? And tell us, I, like, some of the slogans, I guess, on them. <laughs> I got a couple of stuff in the works, but I really want to keep it on the low because I'm actually I'm um, doing a vending a vending event this year in my city's uh, third annual vegan fest. Oh, so I, that's I got cool. some I got some sneak peek designs. I'm gonna actually release uh you know this week um on the actual um instagram page so yeah stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned tell us where we can follow (laughs) you and everything for that uh it's forever improving clothes that's uh clo as in the beginning of clothing but just forever improving clothes okay that's what's up big time big time yeah so um i know that your your father's passing was a big part of like it kind of planted the seed of making sure that you stay active and that you're taking care of yourself so was there anything that i guess Outside of making sure, because I feel like the reason I'm asking this is because I feel like with you is based on everything we've talked about is much deeper than just eating healthy and fitness. So what else is there that you try to do to, you know, maintain, um, I guess, a, a healthy lifestyle in other in other ways? Like, what do you try to do for that? Oh, uh, well, I just started. Um, I really just started meditating maybe uh, 30 minutes, three times a week before work. I read at least an hour a day for five days a week. I try to, uh, with all, all the while with two babies, but, uh, <laughs> wait, I didn't um, know you had another baby. I knew about the first baby, but I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, do, I had a little boy last, uh, last July, man. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I try to, uh, I figure it's, it's, it's really big to instill, you know, these, um, these same values into them. So, I know these first five years of their lives are very formidable. So I know it's important that I stay the course. So, you know, they know that, you know, daddy did this. So it's, it's important that I do this too. Yes. I love that. So and let's talk about the meditation because that is something that uh, for me, I kind of struggle with it. Uh, I've gotten better with it over time because mm-hmm. I realized that it's, it's really is just a practice and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be perfect. And I think knowing that really changed the mindset for me. So nice. I usually only <laughs> meditate for about five to 10 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. It's you because I, I ain't gonna lie. I usually fall asleep. So <laughs> <laughs> true. It's hard, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard. And I, uh, I struggle. I struggle, man. Just trying to uh, snatch myself back from any, you know, distracting thoughts or uh, I mess around, try to plan my day while I'm meditating. And yes. That's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I'm that's like a squirrel brain. We yeah. have a squirrel brain. That's just like all opposite. over the place. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, it's hard, but I know, I know practice with anything makes, uh, makes perfect. So. 
Absolutely. So what is, because you said 30 minutes, and when you said that, my, my head went like, oh, how the hell are you doing 30 minutes? <laughs> so what's the setup for you? Like, are you, where are you sitting? How do you position yourself? Like, are you doing an app? Like, how does that look for you? Well, um, I started off with uh, music, but I stopped doing that because then the music would make me think of other songs that I like. Just just a, a small <laughs> a small tempo would remind me of my favorite Fuser song or something. So I, I, I cut that off. <laughs> I cut that off. So, but not uh, pretty much before... You know, I'm up before um, everybody else in my crib is up. So I just separate myself, make sure I got a clean space of like at least a, a clean, you know, radius of maybe five feet, nothing around me. And I, uh, I'm facing the, the clearest wall in my house. And I'm just I close my eyes and I just sit and breathe five seconds in, five seconds out. That's it. It's just that simple. That's, that's you, it. You set an alarm or it's just kind of like you just know when you're done. Oh, yeah. I, I set an alarm. Definitely. Definitely. I got, I got to say, Laura, I mess around and go to sleep just, just like you. <laughs> yeah. I, I need that alarm. Most definitely. Yeah. I feel like that is so life changing. Like, um, for the longest time I was so resistant. I was like, ah, oh, right? I can never do it right yeah. ever, ever. And like I said, when I realized that it's supposed to be a hot mess, then I was like, okay. Yeah. You're comfortable. More, <laughs> more comfortable with it. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's definitely hard to, uh, to stay locked in sometimes, but I, I really want to get to that place where it's, it's it's a family event almost like we all like we it's meditation time everybody gather around it's it's time to it's time to take a break and release yeah love it so as far as your reading um I like that too that you said that you try to aim for an hour a day that's like so mm-hmm. good for me I um so what are some of the books that you like to read is it more like self help like what type of personal development like what are you looking for when you um choose a book oh for sure well I'm big on uh I'm actually big on Black history I love Black history. As well as um, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist as well, Uh-oh. but uh, but big big time uh, self help too. I love uh, I love Rich Dad Poor Dad and um, uh, Knowledge of Self by this guy Doctor Supreme Understanding. Very very knowledgeable book. Very life changing. I got a couple of real estate uh, books. I'm just I, I skim through every now and then. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, above all I'm a bookworm. I love to read. Yeah, I do too. So for me, because I remember I love to read too. And I know when I was younger, like high school, middle school, I used to read a lot. Right. And then the right. older we get, we start getting into our family situations and then we don't read as much. And, and what got me back into reading again is I started by reading a page a day. Actually, I think I started by reading a paragraph in a book a day and then it went to a page and then I tried to right. do it for like at least 15 minutes at a time. But those little like baby steps will really help because it helps like you. It seemed like you're a very disciplined person. So just like doing things, you know, uh, consistently does make a difference. And I would re- I would say I'm going to read one page and end up reading, you know, for 15 right. minutes. Yeah, you, know? yep. so you mess around, got a chapter down. Exactly. Yep. Right. So I love that you mentioned that. So what other things do you do as far as discipline? And I do want to talk about this conspiracy theory stuff because I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But I kind of want to talk about that. But no, that's fine. That's fine. We can chat. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you do for discipline, like consistency, um, mind work, and everything? I just think it's important. I'm so glad you you brought all this up because I don't even really think we plan to talk about this. But I'm glad you right. did. Right. Yeah. No. No. For sure. Um. Well, another thing, uh, as far as discipline goes, uh, of course, a, a gallon of water a day, no matter what. Oh hell! Like I, I start, my, <laughs> you got to get the gallon. I start my day off with at least, at least, well, I carry a gallon, so I don't know the the ounce count, but at least a, a good four or five big chugs, just to kick off the day. But wow. uh, 
Yeah, man, big, big on that water. But that's that's the another thing on the with the protein and muscle building. That's really the key to staying lean. Like if your body's too busy flushing out everything toxic that could could be causing bloat or just uh you know fat uh, accumulation, then it, it it won't stay on if you if you keep flushing it. I like that. Okay, that's a good way to look at it because I, I like to drink water. I love water, right? But committing to a gallon a day, I used I tried that before for like two weeks and I was like I have never been in a bathroom this yeah. much in my life. <laughs> right. It, it felt like it was interrupting my life and I didn't like that. So okay. do you ever really get used to it or is it always just gonna be a part of it? Well I feel like I feel like your body kinda adjusts to uh I, I actually feel like my bladder's gotten stronger since I did adapt to a gallon a day. It's like uh it's like of course the first two weeks of anything is very difficult, you know, to get the uh to get the hang of but I feel like your body adapts to it. Your body gets used to going to the bathroom and and holding when you got to hold it and going when it's time to go. See, okay, Chris, you got me feeling better about that. <laughs> yeah, man, tap in. You got to yeah, tap in. I got to tap in. I agree. So, okay, let's talk about some of these conspiracy theories because I'm so curious. Sometimes <laughs> I remember like a few years ago, I used I would used to be on YouTube going through all these videos. Right, stuff. right. Yeah, 2 a.m. So, yeah, exactly. Be like 2 a.m. Right. right. So what are some of the ones that you have that you want to talk about, I guess? Um, just I'm just curious. I mean, well, this, not- this ain't nothing about nothing. I just want to talk no, about No, no, for sure. Uh, no. Nah, I ain't got no no problem, and I don't even want to call them conspiracy theories because there's so much fact backed up behind it. And um, my biggest one is that um, a lot of African Americans are more than likely Indigenous American or Native American, uh, because there's there's a, such a little amount of Africans brought to America with the uh, I, I believe it's the 1790 census to the 1810 census, there were a, a 400,000 increased population in Negroes, and that wasn't African slaves brought over that were, it was actually the people living here at the time who were enslaved. Mm. So the math just doesn't add up to the amount of African-Americans here versus the amount that, uh, I so to say came over during those early times. That rabbit hole go deep, man. Okay. <laughs> we all had to go, we all had to go all deep, but uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Now you got me want to think about that a little and research that too. Yeah. big. Time. Oh, I ain't got time to be up to 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's a, it's, it's a lot to that one. That's my favorite one, <laughs> but I'm with all the other stuff too. The, the, the extraterrestrial and I'm, I'm with all that. I'm with all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about, okay. I, I, I didn't realize you had two vegan babies, right? So I wanted to, well, I don't know. I shouldn't assume that your baby's a vegan. So I know your daughter, how old is she? She is three years old and three years going old. on 13. <laughs> and then you have the baby. So she was, was she born a vegan or like what happened? No, like, I, I, huh? we, she was born in 2016. That's actually when I was still transitioning off. So, so no meat, but there he was coming back into play every now and then. So um, now we we would make her formula a couple times, or uh, you know her mother would breastfeed, or you know we do like the powder formula. But uh, I, I'd say she's veganish. I uh, I might spoil her with a donut here and there, but she she's veganish. Okay. And then the baby is it probably the same thing, like breast milk formula. Oh yeah, he has this little whatever's there. Yeah. He has a mesh feeder, so I I might mash up fruit and just like uh, I give him bananas and like smushed grapes or. Uh, you know, uh, very, very, very ripe fruits that he can he could just nibble. Oh, okay. So, are you planning to, as like your kids get older? I know you said you'll give them occasional treat. Do you plan to be more flexible like that, or is it going to be you prefer the kids to be vegan? Like, how does that look? Of course, I know that they're still babies, and you still have a lot of time to figure that out. But I'm just, I'm just curious. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, 
I never want to be a strict parent to uh, enforce it upon them. I want them to make their own, di- at least dietary decisions. I-, I love to have a vegan household based off of the strength that they, uh, I, re- I mean, if my son wants to, to be big and swole, I would hope that he see, hey, daddy got big and swole eating this, so I can do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with, you know, mommy looking looking right too, so I could do this too. But mm-hmm. the plan is to definitely have a vegan household. But if they if they cheat here and then, I mean, do your thing, boys. It's, it's all good, I guess. You know? Exactly, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. Right, because if it's, I mean, if you could get to the point where, because I know for my boys, um, I would I would to the point when they were just eating vegan at home, and then when they went out with like my family and things like that, right, they ate whatever right. they wanted. Right. But so I think that was like a really happy medium for our family. I mean, mm-hmm. like a, me- a middle ground because I felt like um, there was so much pressure that I was giving my kids when I was trying to make sure that they ate vegan when they weren't. Facts, with me. Yeah, and facts. I and I did not want them to have hangups about food. I didn't want them to feel like you know, some, they were bad or something was wrong with them because they were right. eating vegan all the time. So, yeah. No, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. They're old now. They don't care about me, but when they, <laughs> when they were little. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's what it counts. Yes. So I think the reason I found you on social media, I found you on Instagram, is because my girl, Black Vegan Shauna, she uh, posted you on her Instagram. Oh, she's lit. She's yeah, lit. I love her girl. page. I love her page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she posted you on Insta Story. And I think at that time you had like uh, granola or you were doing something, mm-hmm. some natural food or something. And I was Yeah, like, oh, I had a trail mix so joint. Trail mix. Okay. Yeah, trail mix. So do you still have that? Like what's what's going on with that? Uh, I actually I actually fell back off of that for a minute. Uh, and it was it was more so the businessy side. I'm not I wasn't too educated on the businessy side. And as well as, uh, you know, it's a it's a very perishable item. It's a lot of money that goes into the, you know, the uh, keeping it fresh through shipments and uh, just storage, period. It, it made sense or I mean, logically and financially, it made sense to cut back on it. However, I still love it. You know, the, the idea was dope, but um, I might get into it later. But but yeah, uh, I fell back from that and just focused on more of a, um, a principle that I can fall into that doesn't require so much. Something that everybody can relate to. You know, everybody don't like trail mix, Chris. I had to keep real myself, Chris. Everybody don't like trail mix, you know. Yeah, we, we fell back off of that a bit, but who knows? In the, in the future, we might shoot again. Yeah, yeah. So it's, of course, easier to get do the t-shirts and things like that, like the apparel Absolutely. Line. And Absolutely. that's why I said I appreciate you sending me one. I got the Absolutely. forever improving, which I For feel sure. like this is the point of this conversation is all about improvement. So Absolutely. How, how does that process look? I'm sure that's, of course, you don't have to worry about things staying fresh, <laughs> which is good. Right, so, right. Like, I, I, when do you, do you work full time? I don't know if I ever asked you that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I actually work full time as well. You work full time, so then you have to do this, I guess, on the side. So when did? How do you plan as far as your shipping and all of that? Well, uh, I try, man. As soon as I get them in, I try to get them out. As far as uh, well, I ordered the tees off of a, off of a website. However, I have uh, you know thousands of designs just created ready to go. But for uh, you know for special uh, special requests, you know if you purchase two or more or whatever, I could uh, I'll definitely throw you a freebie or just um, you know give you a special inscription on the tee. Just to let you know that, hey, you know, I appreciate you rocking with me, so I want to treat you with something. Or even mm-hmm. if, uh, if you if you believe in the brand and you know the the message resonates, then yeah, let's let's do some real uh, partnership and let's um let's treat each other, you know. Okay, I guess I want to kind of know about like the advertising part of it. Like, what do you do to kind of put yourself out there so that you can like generate some money on the side oh, with your business? Yeah, I've actually been to uh, or emailed a couple people to uh, see about getting my apparel in there, but um, I know. I know the key is a very, very, very strong social media presence. And I know uh, the, the more people wearing it is going to create a sense of community and uh, belonging. So 
if that person is swollen, they have a T, or if that if her if her waist is snatched and she got a T, <laughs> then it's gonna you know it's gonna some some form of a virus is gonna birth, and it's gonna you know it's gonna cause an infection to other people around. So hey, maybe maybe it's something in the shirt. Maybe uh maybe I need to get me one of them shirts so I could be on the wave too. Yep, that's so true. Yeah, that sense of community is everything. It really mm-hmm. is. Definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> I think um I think we're good because you know what I'm gonna call this episode, Chris, forever improving. <laughs> Hey, yeah, that's I'm it. it. I think we're good. That's lit. That's lit. <laughs> <even> though, <laughs> that's perfect because the way everything we've been talking about. So before we wrap up, is there any tips that you want to give for someone who is looking to start? Because I mean, I feel like you gave us a lot of tips already, but anyone who is looking to start a fitness journey, a vegan journey, anything like that, meditation, uh, oh, reading, uh, any anything that requires uh, some level of discipline. Right. I would say number one, man, know that it's okay to F up. Know that that's that's just a natural part of, you know, attempting to get better at anything. If you are going to start a business or, you know, try to, you know, pursue entrepreneurship, then number one, know your niche, uh, who you're trying to appeal to, and uh, make sure your heart is in it. Make sure it's what you really want to do before you go invest the money and put money into it. Make sure this is something you see yourself blowing up with to to do for the next, you know, five or 10 years. Um as far as the, uh, I guess, being vegan, plant-based, do your research, season your food. <laughs> season your food. That's key. I tell everybody, man, the season is the key because spinach, spinach by itself is, it could be ant, but spinach with some some size on or, or the right season on it, you in there. Yes. Love that, Chris. Definitely. Thank you so much for being on the show. Tell us how we can follow you on social media, where you want us to buy your products. Tell us what you want us to do. Absolutely. Uh, follow me at underscore Hambino and follow Forever, follow Forever Improving Clothing at Forever Improving Club. Uh, also, www.foreverimproving.shop is where you can purchase a T-shirt. Uh, we have a special going right now. Uh, buy any two T-shirts and, uh, to qualify for free shipping. And uh, if you're good to me, I might throw you extra one in there. So hey. shop with me. <laughs> shop with hey, me. Yeah, shop with you. Shop thank with you me. so much again. This hey, thank you for fun. having me. Of course. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the podcast five stars on iTunes. Also, don't forget to get all of the show notes and resources we mentioned at brownvegan.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.